Hey you guys, how's it going? So I'm coming to you today with an episode that's a lot different than what I usually do. Um, but I figured, you know, it was time. So in this episode, I'm going to share some of the things I did to learn English. Plus, I have some news about something that's going to help you improve your English as well. Anyway, let's begin. Um, quick introduction for those of you who are new to the podcast. My name is Lara and I am from Italy. I was born and raised in Milan, so my first language is Italian. And usually people just assume that my parents must be American or that I grew up in the States or that, I don't know, maybe I had an American nanny and that's why I speak the way I do. But the truth is that I am mostly self-taught. Obviously, I did study English at school, uh, but most of the work to get where I am today, I did it by myself. So I started learning English, like I said, at school when I was around, I want to say, seven, eight years old. And we would study English maybe one or two hours a week. Uh, but it was mostly, you know, about learning colors and foreign basic sentences and stuff like that. The thing is that around that time, I was given my first English book. It was a children's book and it came with a tape. Do you guys remember those? Some of you maybe don't. Anyway, so I brought it home and I remember I would listen to the tape while reading the book and I would try to absorb every little thing that I could, the words, the grammar, the way they spoke, the, the sounds that they made. And then I would try to repeat what I'd heard exactly the way the actors had said it. And that's how I fell in love with English. There was just something about the way that it sounded that I, I couldn't resist. And to this day, I, I can't resist. Anyhow, I don't want to get into too much detail because I don't want to make this episode too long. Plus, I'm creating a webinar in which I will explain to you exactly what I used to do and what I still do to improve my English. But the point is that that's how I started to learn English. And later, I moved on to more complex books, then eventually to my first TV series in English, and then the first movies. But the idea behind it was always the same. So watch or listen to something, then write down all of the new words, look them up, study them, and then watch that something again. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I just did what made sense to me, I guess. And this method turned out to be pretty effective. In fact, it was so effective that by the time I was uh, like 15-ish, I was already fluent. And I had mastered the American accent. Um, I mean, with, with the exception of a few words that I still messed up, um, I couldn't pronounce things like focus. Um, I couldn't pronounce Italy very well, but, you know, I learned. Um, anyway, I, I really think that I could have fooled pretty much anybody into thinking that I was from the States when really, you know, 
100% of what I knew, I had learned either at school or most likely in my small room in Milan. Anywho, a few years later, after I graduated in conference interpreting, I decided that I wanted to become an English teacher. So I got myself a certificate and I began teaching full time. And around that time, so I was 24, 25, a few things changed. Hear me out. So number one, I had a lot less free time, which meant I had to seriously cut down on the amount of shows that I could watch, you know, shows that I used to watch to learn English. I couldn't watch as many. Number two, Netflix happened. And now I know this may sound counterintuitive, but in the past, before Netflix, I was practically forced to watch the same shows over and over again. You know, I only had a few DVDs, um, so I really had no other option. So that made memorizing new language, new words, new grammar structures fairly easy. But now I was watching something different every day. So I wasn't really reviewing the vocabulary that I was trying to learn, you know. And number three, and this is kind of hard to admit, I got a little lazy because obviously whenever I would watch a show by this point, I would understand maybe, I want to say 98, 99% of what was being said. And that meant that sometimes when I came across a new word, I was like, eh, I don't need to write this down. I, I understand. I, I get the gist. I don't need this. But the thing is that I still wanted to improve, obviously. So every now and then, you know, if I came across an expression that I wanted to learn, I would maybe make a note of it on, say, my phone, or I would look it up immediately on my computer. But then, you know, the thing is that I, I wouldn't do anything with it. So obviously there is no way I can memorize it. Well... A while ago, I realized that I wanted to do something about this, you know, and people are going to be like, well, you know, but your English is really good. I know it's really good, but first of all, I'm super passionate about this language and obviously I want to perfect it and I want to keep learning. Plus, I feel like I owe this to you guys because I have a responsibility to be the best teacher that I can possibly be and I can't do that if I don't keep learning. Um... And I don't, and my English doesn't improve. So yeah, I just, I needed to do something about it um, and kind of find a solution to all these problems because I really wanted to start seeing progress again. I wanted to feel like I once used to feel where I felt like every day I was learning something new. But in order to do that, I knew I would have to apply the same method that I had worked before because Obviously, you know, I knew that it, it had worked for me. That's how I learned English. But at the same time, I had to make it much more efficient because I simply, you know, I don't have as much free time these days as when I was a teenager. So I thought about it and I came to these conclusions. Number one, my phone wasn't helping me memorize new expressions more easily. In fact, 
it was making it harder because I was taking screenshots, I was writing notes, but I was never looking at them. So I knew I had to go back to using paper. That was, I I knew that. Number two, I didn't want to use random notebooks or pieces of paper that I would find around the house because I didn't want to lose my notes. And I know me. I lose things very easily. Um, I also don't like to have a lot of clutter. So I don't like to see a lot of, you know, paper on my desk and stuff like that. Plus, I wanted to keep all of the new expressions in one place. So yeah, I wanted something that I could use specifically to improve my English. And I also absolutely needed to find a more efficient way to review the new vocabulary. You know, like I said, in the past, I used to watch the same show or the same movie multiple times. But, you know, let's be honest, I I don't want to have to watch the same show twice um, unless I, I want to because there are just too many good shows to do that. And, you know, most of the times I end up watching something new. Okay, so these were the things that I knew I had to do. And that's also how I got the idea for a language journal. So I did some research and I also asked some of you guys what you thought a language journal should include. And so I created it. So I got my copy a few days ago and I'm sorry, I couldn't tell you guys right away uh, because I was uh, creating this series of videos on how to use it. But now those videos are live, so it's official. And, uh, you know, another thing is that when I was looking at the results from the survey that some of you guys answered, I, and I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth here, I was a bit taken aback because I realized that not everybody has developed an effective method to learn English or, you know, just, just a second language in general. But having a good method is so important. I cannot stress this enough. I'm serious, you guys. And you know, I'm creating this podcast and I'm trying to pack a lot of information for you guys so you can learn a lot in little time. But the truth is, if you don't have a method to study what you hear on the podcast, if you just, you know, listen to an episode once and then do nothing with it, I am sorry to say this, but, you know, you can't expect to learn much from it. It's just, I'm not making the rules. That's just how memory works. And yet, what I find is that most people, when they hear a new word, sure, maybe they write it down, although not always, I'm sure. Um, And then they just kind of hope that magically, you know, they're going to be able to use it naturally when they speak. But I can guarantee you, that that's not going to happen unless you follow a series of steps. So that's why this language journal is so useful because I structured it in a way that's going to make it easy for you to follow all these, you know, necessary steps to learn and memorize new expressions long term. And this is key. I'm talking about long term because we don't want to understand something in the moment And then two weeks later, forget about it. When we put in the time to study a new expression, we want to make sure that 
first of all, we're going to remember it for a really long time. And secondly, that we are going to be able to actually use it. It can't just be sitting there in my brain, you know, just doing nothing. They, these words that we're learning, they need to be used. They want to be used. And mind you, this is not a phrase book or a dictionary. You know, I don't believe in those. So the language journal does not come with a series of expressions that you can learn because, you know, you already have the podcast and all the other resources on my website for that. So the language journal, really what it is, is a tool where you can write down the new expressions that you come across. Obviously, I'm talking about the podcast, but I use it when I watch a TV show or if I read an article. So anytime I come across a new word, I write it down and then I enter a bunch of other information that will make it easier for me to remember these words. And then I've also included uh, what I call review sections. And these really help you to make sure that you memorize the vocabulary that you're trying to learn uh, long term, like I said, and that you can actually use it. So yeah, basically, if you feel like you try to memorize new expressions, but then either don't remember them, or maybe you do remember them, but you're not quite sure how to use them in a conversation. I know that happens a lot. Well, the language journal is going to fix these problems for you. You need to spend a little bit of time filling it out, but I promise you it's time well spent. Anyway, I already have my copy, and if you want to get a copy as well, I'm going to leave the link in the description. And, you know, if you have any questions, obviously feel free to reach out. And, yeah, let me know what you guys think, and don't forget to keep on learning. Bye!